You're listening to TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Most of us take the air we breathe for granted, but startling findings show that indoor air can be packed with pollutants. InfoTrack's Taryn McCall has the facts from an expert. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. We like to think of our homes as a sanctuary from the stresses of life, but what if your home is actually increasing your stress or making you sick? Our guest today on InfoTrack is Dan Stey, a certified indoor environmental consultant and board-certified microbial consultant. He's written a book called Healthy Living Spaces, Top 10 Hazards Affecting Your Health. Welcome to InfoTrack, Dan. Thank you. It's good to be here. You came to your profession in a roundabout way. What led you to study the relationship between indoor contaminants and health? Well, basically, I became sick from work as a handyman. I was an aerospace engineer for 11 years, and I finally quit my job, and I moved to a small town where, as fate would have it, I ended up as a handyman. I had more work than I knew what to do with until one day I started to get sick and tired all the time and fatigued, and that was not my normal state. So first I blamed it on working too much, and then a doctor put the bug in my ear that it was the work I was doing and the homes I was going into that was making me sick. And then once I realized that, I realized that there were also people who were sick in their homes as well from the same things. That's when I got in the business of helping people clean up their homes, figure out what's making them sick, clean up their homes, and get them well again. What are some of the most common indoor contaminants? Well, mold is a very common one. It gets a lot of press for a good reason. Mold is in a lot of people's houses. If you're not feeling good and you don't know why and you go to the doctor and they don't know why, good chance you have something like mold in your house. Mold has got a very peculiar smell, but I imagine if you're surrounded by it all the time, you don't smell it. I was visiting a friend in New Orleans after Katrina, and when I first stepped into their house, I was almost knocked back on my heels because of the smell of mold, and after a couple days, I didn't smell it at all. not always like that, though. In fact, a lot of times, there'll be no smell with the mold at all, so you will not even know that you have it. There are tips and strategies for getting rid of mold effectively. Spraying it with bleach is not one of them. Bleach does not kill mold. The allergens that are on mold, the stuff that makes you allergic to mold, isn't killed. Like pollen. You know, if you're allergic to pollen, can you kill pollen? If you did, would you still be allergic to it? Of course you would be. So the same thing with mold. Treating with chemicals is not the answer. It's not going to get rid of your allergies or make you feel better. So how does one clean up a mold problem? Well, it depends on what has mold, what type of material it is, where we find it. But generally, it's the process of cleaning and removing it versus trying to kill it. The push today is to build green buildings, which will reduce the carbon footprint, ideally. But are these buildings actually healthier for the people living and working in them? Oh, that's a great question. And a lot of people don't feel good in their office, and they don't know why. These green buildings are not necessarily healthy. Green does not mean healthy. Green means energy efficient. They're going to build your home or office so it takes less energy to heat or cool it. And that, they think, is going to save the environment because you're not burning as much electricity. 
does not mean it's good for your health. A lot of green buildings, especially residential homes called green buildings, your builder will be building you a house that saves you money but does not healthy in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it can be worse for your health because you're building them airtight so that there's no fresh air ventilation. Because if there is, then they figure it costs more money to heat and cool it. So they're making them as airtight than anything you have inside, chemical-wise, your carpet, your paint, your furniture that has chemicals, just gets worse. So an old leaky house is better for your health than a new green building. What about products that are labeled as green or eco-friendly? It's the same thing. There's no regulation on a green product. Bamboo flooring, they call it green and natural. Think you can do something good for the environment and for your home? Bamboo flooring's got formaldehyde glue. Very toxic. And it comes from halfway across the world, so it's not environmentally friendly to ship it over here anyhow. But the formaldehyde emits can cause headaches, allergies, and breathing problems. So there is no regulation on what can be called green. People need to research the stuff, read the product labels very carefully, and not take anything for granted. How can they know by looking at a product label if it really is green? you got to do your homework. For example, with carpet. The carpet industry, they figure that people have got onto them that carpet's not healthy, it's got a lot of chemicals. So they came out with a new label called the Green Tag or Green Tag Plus program supposed to be a healthier carpet. So you asked me, how do you know? Well, if you go on their website where they reference the document where they do this testing on the new carpet, and that references another document, and that references another document, and eventually you get to the end of it, and you find out it's not much different than the original stuff. It lists all the chemicals that are allowed in it, and it's the same chemicals that are allowed in normal carpet. But that's how you find out. You really got to dig and do your homework and ask Call up the manufacturer who's making the carpet or the paint or your new kitchen cabinets and ask. And if you get the feeling that the people you're talking to don't really know that they're making it up because they're not really sure, you might want to look somewhere else. Are there less toxic pesticides or better ways to take care of common household pests than the typical over-the-counter sprays? Well, typical over-the-counter sprays are usually very toxic. What do you use instead? Well, first, there's this process called integrated pest management. So you figure out first, why do I have bugs? You might have a plumbing leak, for example. In bathrooms, we'll often see bugs. We know there's a plumbing leak or water from the showers getting into the wall. Something that needs to be taken care of. Get rid of the water, the bugs go away. The other thing is, okay, well, what kind of bugs do I have? If I can't get rid of them by getting rid of the water, why else are they coming? Food? Maybe they just like my house. Roaches, you can make a kind of a fun little roach trap of your own using boric acid and sugar, mixing it and putting it on cotton balls under your refrigerator or the places roaches come. The roaches really won't come unless there's water. They like food and water. You don't find them where it's just arid and there's no plumbing leaks or no moisture at all. Aside from tearing the house down and rebuilding, what are some simple steps that people can take to detoxify their houses and hopefully themselves? Well, the biggest ones are your fragrances. People, for example, they call me and say, Dan, I don't feel good. I go over their house. I don't smell any mold. I smell the plug-in air fresheners. I can smell literally where their dryer is from the bounce sheets, their laundry soap. And these are chemicals. The word fragrance, there's no regulation on it. If you see the word fragrance in something, there's going to be 600 different chemicals in them. 
acetylene and gasoline type fragrances, chemicals. Literally, you're wearing gasoline when you wash your clothes in fragrant soap and you have these plug-ins. Unplug them, get some non-fragrant laundry soap. Those are probably two of the biggest things you can do, including quit spraying your lawn with pesticides to kill the weeds and to kill the bugs. We've been speaking with Dan Stye, indoor environmental and microbial consultant and author of Healthy Living Spaces, Top 10 Hazards Affecting Your Health. And Dan, what's your web address? That's healthylivingspaces.com. Dan Stye, S-T-I-H, if you're looking up the book. Thank you for being with us today on InfoTrack, Dan. Thank you. And I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.